So good afternoon. I'd like to offer some heart practices as we continue to build on um, expanding our awakening heart. And I'd like to talk a little bit about grace, forgiveness, and gratitude as heart practices. And I'd like to do that through, um, through guided meditation with you. So I invite you to get comfortable in your seat. Occupy your seat fully. It's useful when we start to feel a real sense of solidity in our seat, in, our, in the posture, in a posture that supports the practice. So really feel the stability and the balance as you sit in this practice. And taking a moment to just take a few breaths here, especially a nice slow inhale, maybe holding it just a couple of seconds, and then a full release of your exhale. We're always arriving into this moment. These heart practices can be held as um, a language of affection for ourselves, towards ourselves, and for all beings. Metta as a language of affection, as a song of affection towards ourselves, and for all beings. And what tends to interfere with the heart's natural flow of the offering of loving-kindness is our, um, the stickiness of attachment, Some, something that we're thinking about, that we're attached to, that we've experienced, that kind of interrupts or blocks the flow of this natural radiance. So we'll experiment with meeting that blockage and also resting there for a minute and seeing if we can soften there. And before we do a heart practice, it's useful to remind yourself of a time when your heart has been touched. So it's useful to reflect on a moment, a situation, one of those times where your heart 
was touched, was pierced. So just reflect for a moment on a moment when your heart was touched. Don't try to think about the whole person that might have touched your heart because inevitably we can find something wrong with them, right? (laughs) But if we can just focus on that moment, on a moment when your heart was pierced, where we said yes and we found ourselves softening in a bit of a glow. It could have been a moment when we were seen in a particular way, in a pure way, by someone. Just a glimpse. And we noticed in that second that our heart was radiant, was beaming, buzzing. It could have been something you read that cracked you wide open and had you ringing like a bell. It was so right on. It touched you deeply. For me, often it's when I get near my cat and I can tell that I've reached a point of presence with him because he starts purring. And I get this feedback of um, kindness, that instant feedback of the purring touches me deeply to be in that rhythm with the cat. Every time I hear Hugh give a talk on metta, within moments I'm right there, wide open in my heart. Or when Jonathan plays his flute, instantly touched. So we all have these moments somewhere in our lives. Just think of one where it brought you a peaceful warmth and rest in that awareness right here and now. Allowing yourself to be full. Allowing yourself to be touched. can allow the recollection to fade away 
but stay close to the radiance, to the feeling of being touched. Stay with that. Taking your time here to become reacquainted with your heart capacity. So often in our practice, we're on the lookout for something. We've got questions about, am I doing it right, and am I there yet, looking for the next experience, or maybe hoping this retreat will be better than the one before, or this sit will be better than the one before. Sometimes we're looking for what's going to arise next, what's it going to be? So there's a certain effort and tension in that kind of looking. Because often in that kind of searching, we miss what's right here. Sometimes we associate our peacefulness and calmness with boredom and doubt. And then fear creeps in and crowds the space that's asking us to rest. So with grace, we can open to an atmosphere in our heart-mind of non-resistance and acceptance. where we can say yes to this calm feeling, yes to this ease, the ease that's in between the searching and the looking for the next thing. The poem I shared the other night from Wallace Stevens, I don't know which to prefer the, ble- the beauty of inflections or the beauty of innuendos, the blackbird whistling or just after. So what arises or just after. So for the next few moments, I want you to open your awareness to include noticing not just what arises, but right after. Include right after. And rest there. And then you'll notice again what arises. And then notice when it's no longer there. Taking your time here to just open your awareness 
to this grace. This experience can be very subtle. Like that very ending of the exhale just before the inhale occurs is another way to touch in. As we continue with these practices, make sure you stay close to that moment of being touched, to that, to that um, vibration of warmth. Let that also be a part of the atmosphere as you reflect on these uh, hard practices. So forgiveness is another uh, area of uh, practice that can open our hearts. I heard it said that our failure to know joy is directly related to our inability to forgive. And as humans, we will inevitably uh, do, do some things in our lives that we discover we could have done differently, more skillfully, or maybe not at all. 
So I'd like to offer us some forgiveness practices because it's a way of freeing the heart, the blockages, the coagulation in the heart. Sometimes we cause harm to others and ourselves, especially ourselves, and find it hard to forgive ourselves for something we've done, a way we've been with ourselves that's caused harm. So take a moment and reflect on a way that you have been harmful towards yourself. A way that you've been harsh or unforgiving or that you're expectation towards yourself has been um, hard and and um, unkind. And if you can, see yourself in your mind's eye as a little one, as an innocent one sitting before you. maybe a younger version of yourself. And if you can, if it feels right to you, invite that little one into your arms or into your lap. And take a moment to feel that connection with this part of yourself. And imagine yourself saying something like, for all the ways that I have caused harm to you, knowingly, or unknowingly, in thought, word, or deed, out of my fear, anger, or ignorance, I offer forgiveness. May I forgive myself. May I allow myself to be imperfect. May I forgive myself. May I allow myself to make mistakes. May I forgive myself. I allow myself to be a learner, still learning life's lessons. May I forgive myself.
I forgive myself. And if I can't forgive myself right now, may I forgive myself sometime in the future. Resting again in the spaces in between my words, letting yourself feel and be touched by the sincere offer to forgive. The sincerity of the intention. Allow that to be your focus. and releasing the little one and coming back to breath awareness. Alice Walker, Pollard Prize winner for the color purple. She says, What if I remain human, having done inhuman things? What if, in doing these things, I had a conscience or not had a conscience? How do I forgive myself? So there are times when we have hurt others in ways we find difficult to, to to deal with. Reflect on a time when you've done something to someone, a loved one, a stranger. And just bring that to mind with grace and respect. Bring that into your mind's eye. And bring a reflection in that you can bear witness to. So don't overextend yourself here. Just bring something clearly to your mind. A time when you've hurt someone. and see them seated before you. Notice what happens in the body and in the heart as you engage these reflections. Stay in your seat. Stay close to that flamed heart of being loved don't forget your breath we're bringing presence to this 
difficult reflection. So, for any way that I have caused harm to you, knowingly or unknowingly, in my ignorance, in my innocence, in my thoughts, in my deeds, out of anger, fear, or confusion, please forgive me. Please forgive me. Please forgive me for not being perfect, for blowing it. Please forgive me for making mistakes. Please forgive me. Please forgive me for being a learner on this life's journey in my clumsiness. Please forgive me. Pico Lyre says, it's only our mistakes that bring us to the place where we should have been all along. Please forgive me. And if you cannot forgive me at this time, may you forgive me at some time in the future. Notice what's happening in the body, in the heart, in the mind. Removing any self-judgment you may have about the situation. That's not as important right now. See if you can stay close to the genuine intention to be forgiven, letting go of the outcome. Just that sincere intention to let go. To be well. To heal.
perhaps more challenging is forgiving someone who has harmed, who's harmed us. So as you reflect on this one, pick someone that you may be ready or close to ready to forgiving. Doesn't matter if they're still living or not. It's the gesture of the heart that is doing the work here. So bring someone to mind in your heart's eye and see them sitting before you. And take a breath or two here. Knowing they can't harm you in this moment. This moment is more about freedom through the release of the grip. So imagine saying something like for any way that I have been harmed by you, knowingly, unknowingly, in thought, word, or deed, out of fear, anger, or confusion, I offer forgiveness. I offer forgiveness. I forgive you for not being perfect. I forgive you for making mistakes. I forgive you. I forgive you. May I accept you as you are in your humanness. I offer forgiveness. And if I cannot forgive you at this time, 
may I forgive you at some time in the future. Life becomes easier when we learn to accept an apology we never get. May our past make us better, not bitter. Taking a few moments here to just enjoy the inflections of what's arising and the innuendo, that space just after. Checking into the body. It's a gentle scan to release any tension, any holding you may be aware of. Letting the breath support you in that release. Softening, thawing out in the body. Opening the heart. so that your radiance shines through. So that your offering of metta is uninterrupted.
There are times as we sit that we can glimpse how our suffering has seasoned our lives, created a certain texture, flavor, or fragrance that is wholesome. Rumi touches on this when he says that the wound is the place where the light enters you. So there is much we can glean from the sorrows of our lives. When we can be with them in a loving way. When we can pause and not be in a hurry to fast forward through the experience. Hafez says it this way, don't surrender your loneliness so quickly. Let it cut more deep. Let it ferment and season you as few humans or even divine ingredients can. Something missing in my heart tonight has made my eyes so soft, my heart so tender, my need for God absolutely clear. That's the potential of suffering to transmute into clarity, into insight. So with this last practice, I'd like to focus a little on gratitude. Gratitude as the warm blanket that supports us in a sense of our inner dependence, our reliance on these heart practices and their radiance making a difference in the world through gratitude. Gratitude is a way of acknowledging our shared humanity and the generosity of the life we've been given. So these offerings are influenced by my root teacher, Jack Cornfield. With gratitude, I remember the people, animals, and all living creatures whose joyful exertion bless my life every day. With gratitude, I remember the care and labor of a thousand generations of elders who came before me. It took all of them, the good, the bad, the ugly, 
for me to be sitting here. I offer my gratitude for the blessings of this earth I have been nurtured by. I offer my gratitude for the measure of good health I have been given. I offer my gratitude for the family and friends I have been given. Notice how your body feels as I read these statements. I offer my gratitude for the community, for the Sangha I have been given. I offer my gratitude for the teachings and lessons I have been given. I offer my gratitude for the life I have been given. I offer my gratitude. So taking a few moments to reflect on other aspects in your life that you would like to offer gratitude for and stay connected to the sincere offer of that gratitude, a felt experience of that gratitude as you Make that offer.
Touching into the quality of your heart right now. Just notice the quality of radiance that's there, however slight or large large it may be. And imagine that radiance extending out of the front part of your chest as little or as far as it wants to reach out. Just imagine the heart expanding, that heart energy expanding in front of you, extending out beyond the boundaries of your skin in the front of you. Allowing that radiance to shine to the right side of you, as far out as it wants to go. Just an extension however small or however far to the right side of you. And now out of the back side of your, the back side of your heart, allowing the radiant heart to shine behind you. Staying with the felt sense of this offer. Imagine it touching the people behind you. And even further, And now to the left, allowing your radiant heart to extend that offer radiating out to the left. And below you, below your seat, Extending the heart, the radiant heart, through the cushion into the earth, through the chair. Touching the ancestors and beyond. And above you, radiance of your heart shining through the top of your head. Allow yourself to sit here in one big ball of radiance like the high noon sun vibing with a radiant heart. 
could be a small ball or a large one. Breathing with this radiance that's been cultivated through gratitude, forgiveness, and grace. Taking your time to stay close to this experience, however small or large it may be. You can rest here in this aliveness. in this vibration, this energy of the heart. In this goodness.
this little heart of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. This little heart of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. This little heart of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.